Jesse Kay. I'm a recording artist from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Donna Bernard and Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you were born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com. It's always fun, it never disappoints, and it's always in the cards. Hey everyone, it's Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com. And we're here on 360 Network for Women. I'm here with my sister, Donna Bernard. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. We have a great show and we have some great news. We were just accepted as content creators for Newsbreak. That is so exciting. It is. It is. Newsbreak, N-E-W-S-B-R-E-A-K. And it's an app that's on every iPhone. Wow. And I don't. I don't remember when I started reading Newsbreak. I probably stumbled on it because it has local news. And, you know, local and global and all the other news. But I, I liked it because, you know, I'm Jersey. Yes, you are. New Jersey. <laughs> and it just had great little snippets. And then I, I noticed a content creator program. I submitted us and Jerry the first. Two days we had eighty five thousand impressions with like forty five something clicks in and all these likes in like just a few days. I, I, that was incredible. And there's also a monetization program, so Maybe monetize. <laughs> we may actually do that because what they're trying to do now is. You know, people can log in or just go to it and they they come as come up as a guest. But if you register with your name, then you you know that's a marketing play, you know, marketing for them to get your name and, and email address because we know, all know how this world works. But as soon as we get to a hundred registered people following us and 10 stories, we start. Uh, earning some money. Now, it could be pennies. We don't really know. But without even starting, we have 26 registered followers who we don't even know who they are. Right. So we're asking people to register. It doesn't cost them anything. It's free. You go on to Newsbreak and look for Dear Wise Women. You'll you'll find us. And there's a little picture of us. And then you register as a, as a person who is, wants to get Newsbreak. Because this way, doesn't cost you anything, and hopefully it'll start to be helping us because, face it, let's face it, we like to eat, and I, I'm starving sure, in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but after they register, they also have to follow us. Yes. So it's like really it's a two-step process, but it's really easy. And if you don't even – if you can even just go to uh, – if you Google Newsbreak and Dear Wise Women – you could see us there, click into a story, then register and follow us. But I was so excited because we have, obviously, we covered the royal family. We have the Rolling Stones, or like Jerry's likes to say, the Stones. We have Tiger Woods. Yep. We have the Super who's going to the Super Bowl, the, our first picks on uh, who was going to win the, the Eagles versus the 49ers. And the Bengals, Bengals and the uh, Chiefs. I don't think I put it through, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But what what we're going to talk about tonight was inspired by the news break because they're looking to, to be local around the world, around the country. Because there's a you know we need local news, and this is um, Jeff Sang's. I'm not sure how to say his last name. He's out of uh, California. His vision is to have local news and it shouldn't die. So with that said, we're just learning more about it. But I was talking to you, Jerry, about we should talk about Jersey and some of the famous people, many famous people in New Jersey. And then what did you say? You know, it made me think about our country. You know, everyone is so divided. And I felt like. You know, there are famous people from all of the states who've helped make this country what it is. And, you know, I thought it would be nice to explore 
every state. I mean, there's 50 of them and there's 52 weeks in a year. So if we could do one, you know, I don't think we can do all of them in a, in a you know, 50 in a year. I'm not really sure, but we could try. But I think that my goal is to make, to, to have people appreciate the the different ethnic people and the different people who come to the country and have made such a difference, made our our country what it is. Because we all, we've got our country, it's important. You know, that so I feel like we're gonna start with New Jersey because Donna had already been looking at all her New Jersey wise guys. And um, <laughs> we are named, did come up with Dear Wise Women after the wise that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> True. Um, and after that, we'll see. I'm tempted to just start with um, with the A's. I think. Yeah. And I think it's important because it also goes to the theme that I've been talking about for years. And we're finally doing an infrastructure bill where we'll be working with the trains and the tunnels, hopefully, and rebuilding our infrastructure. Because when kids say, oh, I'm bored, they should be able to hop on a train and go see Mount Rushmore for the weekend. Well, you know, they're working on the trains and they're working on the, the tunnels and the bridges. And, you know, hopefully we can have a beautiful country that we all love. And I'm, I've just, um, all of a sudden it occurred to me, I don't really care about the politics. I care about the country. So whenever I'm asked, you know, when I'm asked on one of those like census, when they go, what's your, your, your race, your ethnicity, all that stuff. I always just say I'm an American because that's what I am. And that's what I think we all should be proud of. So, oh, I I agree, I agree a hundred percent. So let's and get. It, and it's confusing because right, it is confusing because as we get to the generations, you are just an American. You're not just an American. You are American. That's right. So, I'm going to start with the wise guys of New Jersey. Okay. And you know, the Sopranos. Everyone knows. I'm sure everyone watches The Sopranos or knows of The Sopranos. But I was thinking of James Gandolfini, who we lost too soon. Much. And yeah, and you know, he's a six of clubs, a six of spades, and that queen of hearts. <laughs> you know, mafia people like him, they do love their families. And that queen of hearts is a loving family card. So I guess you can kill everyone else, but as long as you are good to your um, family, <laughs> you know, family's important to them. But but he was really beloved in the community. And then you have Michael Imper- Imperioli, um, Christopher Montesanti, Montesanti, so Christopher, and he's a ten of clubs and a double three of hearts. That's hysterical. I mean, but remember, they're actors, okay? As you know, let's put it in perspective. They played gangsters, but they're not really gangsters, Donna. Just want to remind you, because you've done that before with like with um, Meghan Markle. Like these are, you know, they're actors, <laughs> but they're playing. What? Okay, so side story. When I think my son might have been twelve or thirteen, a really long time ago. I was big on taking them to the museums because I wanted them to always be able to be surrounded by art and find peace in that. And, you know, who wants to go? Who wants to go to a museum on a Sunday with their mother? So Andrew's My looking at this painting and I was going to go to the ladies room. And all, I, I come back and Andrew's pointing to the man next to him. And he's, he's going, Christopher, Christopher. <laughs> and the security guard looks at me and he goes, and Christopher just looks at him and then it's like, and just walks off. 
Just for those listening, Donna was nodding her head because it's hard to see, hard to hear her nod on the radio. Well, like, but it became the coolest place to be because Christopher, because he thought Christopher Maltesante would go here. (laughs) And, you know, looking at the same picture, you know, same painting together was very exciting. Did he go go to the grandma painting and say that's his grandma? (laughs) that's another story I always started this one painting because it reminds me of my grandmother and you know what I found out I was I was looking for it it's on the second floor all the way down and I couldn't find it because I've gone there for years and I said to the security guard I'm looking for this one painting it it looks like my grandmother he's like oh it's everyone's grandmother it's right over there (laughs) It's everyone's. That's hysterical. Since since 1979, it was like I've been going to the the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So anyway, starting at the painting of my grandmother with the red hair. You dragged all of us there at least once. You know what? Everyone in Africa starts with the grandma. Yeah. Second. So anyway, I just think it's interesting that the the two beloved gangsters played on TV have hearts and are really beloved in New Jersey. And I will say, Christopher Michael Imperial is on um, the White Lotus, which is one of my favorite new. Yes, we do really recommend watching that. It's on. Was it on Netflix? Right. Yeah, and, and Michael's also written quite a few um, of the episodes on Sopranos. So he's look, very look just For a second, his cards, the Tennis Club makes has got that really smart, really intelligent, and he's got the double three of hearts, which oftentimes I say how performers need to have like a like a like a three, a five. There's something about them that and the double three of hearts is really it's really interesting that he has those cards. Even though he played a gangster, but he also plays, you know, he's a, I'm sure he's, a, he's much smarter than that. You know, oh, no, he's brilliant. Right. He's brilliant. So, so, I mean, like the three of hearts is, is interesting. And with James Gandolfini, I mean, like he's got that six of clubs, but the six of spades is always worries me, you know, when, and then he died early. Like it's like that faded card. Like he, I'm not even sure, you know, I, but I, I get like a, a really strange feeling with the six of spades. Well, you know what? It's really interesting because we never know what we're going to see on the paper. You know, we're never going to talk about, it. you know, Whitney Houston's also from New Jersey and she's a four yeah. diamonds, four diamonds and a six of spades. Oh my God. <laughs> she too died too young. Wow. See, I did all this and I didn't even see that because we never really see it until we start talking. So we say that often. Yeah, Whitney Houston, beautiful singer and from what the bodyguard was a big thing. And I think she sang like the anthem, like that was like. like But all her music. Yeah, I mean, she was amazing. And the Double Four Diamonds, she probably worked hard to get to where she was. She worked so hard. She really worked hard. Yeah, but, you and know, double four diamonds. They never have anything just handed to them. You know, they no. have to for it. But see that six of spades, and she died too early. Ah, uh, it's it's a. That's why that's that card sort of un, makes me unsettled when I see it. Okay, well, we're going to switch gears. I'm going to be giving you a little bit of Jersey tour. We have Martha Stewart who actually grew up in Nutley, New Jersey. And Martha Stewart is a ten of diamonds, ten of diamonds, and a queen of hearts. And we always talked about, or we recently talked about, how she's the only one who did jail time and actually elevated herself. And, you know, her crime was was no different than many men. Yes. You know, you know that... Unfortunately, she traded on information, right? That and she knew, and it was so ridiculous. Well, you know what? They made 
you know, it was Martha Stewart. Yeah, they wanted to to make a point. But, you know, her cards really talk about her. Double Ten of Diamonds is that really, like, fabulous, blessed card that, you know, you're surrounded by lots of people, lots of friends, but people who, you know, and she's a people person. And then she's got the Queen of Hearts, which is a loving mother. And what did she do? Like, she taught everyone, like, how to, like, make their houses beautiful and present their food. I mean, you know, she just such a talent you know she has has such a talent for presenting things and it shows in her cards to me like i that queen of hearts there but you know there's, there's quite a few hearts on this page there are and, you know and and of course i don't have a heart and who would think people in jersey would have hearts we really are we have a terrible reputation but we'll we'll see what i can do here but, you know, Martha Stewart, she also really helped the, the prisoner, the women in jail. Oh, I know. And I know. She leveraged know. her friendship who was with Snoop Dogg or whoever. She she made lemons out of lemonade or she made, <laughs> made lemonade, lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> Only Donna. <laughs> Only me. And, and then we have Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq. We yep. have a little bit of a bullshit with him, but... So he's a four of spades, a five of hearts, and a six of diamonds. What's the bone? Well, I saw him speak at um, an event at the Barclays Center in uh, six months ago. And it was right when Brittany Griner was in uh, Russia, captive in Russia. And you know, Gail King was moderating it. And yeah. she said, actually, Shaq wasn't there. Gail King ran in and said she just came from um, doing, so, you know, recording something with Shaq. And Gail was interviewing one of the NBA, WNBA players. And she said, so Shaq wants to ask you why the women don't dunk. And if they dunk the ball, they would get more viewers now to me and the ridiculous the, the, the athlete she was elegant and she said you know this is very this we're athletes we don't need to dunk and she handled it very very elegantly and i was thinking to myself what a stupid question what a stupid thing to say it is a stupid thing because like you know a lot of these basketball players are like you know six foot five and you know all they have to do is put their arm up to, to dunk it oh, no, they're six seven but but my point and about it is too Brittany Griner but you know it, if but but it, all of them are but you know stupid. what the answer should have been first of all Gail King shouldn't have asked that question because that was giving like a sucker punch to a hundred women sitting sitting there and then the other thing I think is if the men cared so much about the women basketball players, and they do get a big crowd. Why don't they show up at some of the games? Why don't they participate with their with their actions instead of their words? Right. And why don't we pay the women basketball players? Basketball players. You know the way men are play are paid. That's why well, she was in Russia. Well, you know, it's interesting because I think it was Clara Sai who, the the wife of the, or the co-owner of the um, WNBA Nets, whatever she was. And, you know, they talk about financing and how the women basketball, they just don't get the same seat, the same attendance. They don't get the same audience. And, you know, I went up to her because I was sitting right in the front and I said at the end, you know, we all know finance and money. There's other ways to make sure you pay these women fairly. Because it's not just who's in the house and right. it has to be a break even. So there's other ways. Numbers are very creative. I'm sure you could figure something better out. She just looked at me because she thought she was stunned. She thought I was just going to say how wonderful she was. Well, and I'm she has a finance background. So I said, you know, finance, there's a better way to do this. Right. And, you know, there's no reason why American women need to go somewhere like Russia 
where I don't I doubt anyone will go there again. Um, I hope not. I, hope I really not. know, but but you know, she, it was it was a shame. Thank God they brought her home, and you know, I it, it what they put her on. You know, tried to make a point with her also. So I mean, you know, Shaq, the stupid question, stupid answer. And you know what? I I think that since Brittany Griner came home. I have a feeling that there are going to be more people showing up at those women's basketball games now. Well, and I hope some of the the male basketball players show up on the court because it's not about dunking. It's and, not- you know, listen, basketball is great exercise for everyone. It's full body, cardio. Anyway, let's not go there. We're sticking to Jersey. <laughs> You're so it's only because your daughter loves basketball. <laughs> she loves basketball. And you know what? You can play basketball by yourself. You don't need a team. You don't need a team. You can't play baseball or football by yourself. Right. Okay. So the next one I'm going to go to, oh my goodness, is John Travolta. And I'm going to, because, you know, Staying Alive was a big song for, you know, when, uh, uh, the first he was from Welcome Back, Cotter. He Welcome was Welcome Back, Cotter. You know, uh, what was his name on Welcome Back, Cotter? I don't I, know, but you know what? Saturday Night Vinny Fever. Barbarino. Was it Vinny? Vinny Barbarino. And, yeah. and, you know, Saturday Night Fever was a great movie. But it was like at the time I was living because we were going to those dance clubs and, and dressing like that in the big poofy hair. But he's a seven of diamonds a king of hearts, and a jack of hearts. Interesting. The because, hearts on these. Well, I know, but you see, the seven of diamonds is that millionaire's card if they get over themselves and, and evolve, which we know he has. And that king of hearts is someone who loves to, you know, be with a lot of people, a coach, you know, and like it. as he grew older, he's more like that. But that jack of hearts, that sacrifice part, I mean, like he lost his, his son, right? Yes, he did. You know, so there's like, there's a lot of sadness in him too. Even though, and he has those hearts. And I think that, that makes him part of who he is. Oh, you know, when we look at the cards, you know, we, we think people, we, we understand people with a new point of view. We really do. You know, when you see it, it's, it's, sort of incredible sometimes but you know hey i i I just wanted to like let's frank sinatra just out of because i honestly thought because he sings new york new york that he was from new york i didn't know he was from new jersey oh he's from hoboken or as my kids used to say when they were younger hobo (laughs) ken well that's funny so he's like a six of clubs, eight of diamonds and a six of clubs. So like he had a mission, which I'm sure it was to, to be out there singing and, and doing the music. And the eight of diamonds is someone who loves to shine in the spotlight. I mean, that eight of diamonds is such a big card for him. And man, he he just lit up the stages. And I think mommy was really, our mother really loved him. I mean, oh my God! He was who's the broad in the red dress when she was at the Copacabana because that's how they spoke back then. Did he say that? Yeah, and actually, I found a letter that Norman wrote to to mommy that he said that to her, like something. Remember when Frank right. Sinatra said, "Who's the broad in the red dress?" Isn't that amazing? I found that letter. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is. It, I have a favorite Frank Sinatra song, My Way. Oh, right. Right. Did it well, my way. I did it my way. I was at a camp in uh, when I was 15 well, for underprivileged kids working. And every day at 5 p.m., the Murray Spindell would sing My Way over the microphone. Really? And I would always be walking up the hill. And I would hear him belting out, and I did it my way, you know, whatever he, and I was like, at that time, I was like, I'm going to do life my way. Isn't it from Don Quixote? Is that what this was from? 
I have no I, idea. I, all right. I, I got you. I just thought it was a Frank Sinatra song. Anyway, um, and that camp, Camp Wildwood, was a very um, important part of my life. Right. And on, on Facebook, there's a Facebook group because apparently it was important to everyone who was there because we were volunteering for uh, the summer for, for kids and seniors from underprivileged areas. So who knew? But yeah, my way was one of my, I, I love my way because we have to do life our way. So right. then the next, when we say New Jersey, we think of, of the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really interesting because he's an ace of clubs Queen of Clubs and a Tennis Spades. I find it fascinating. Yeah, I mean, like that Ace of Clubs, Queen of Clubs, those like Queen of Clubs is someone who it, it's a service type of card. They and it's a smart card. And the Ace of Clubs is someone who's, you know looking to for an, what they should be doing really but you know that ten of spades is that hard hard working card so you know look i'm married to a musician and i'm going to quote one of the people in our music community um mark allen burnett who <laughs> i'm talking about him on here it's really pretty funny because dave and i met him before we ever came to nashville and you know he hasn't made it big, but he he gives tours to people when they come to Nashville. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we always were not sure about who he was and his intentions, but after the years, you know, you just start realizing he's part of the community. But there's a line in his song that you know, it's like you don't you don't choose music; music chooses you. Oh, so I absolutely believe that. And that's in his song that's that's sometimes he feels like he's playing for tables and chairs because all musicians know like a lot of times at the end of the night they're they're playing for tables and chairs. <laughs> but it's it's just it, it makes me think of, of that for some reason. Well, you know, Bruce started Bruce. In other words, my, my point is that he had to do music. Well, yeah, and he started in the Jersey Shore. It's funny how in Jersey it's you go to the shore, but in New York you go to the beach. You go down to the shore, but out to the beach. True. Um, so he started in Asbury Park at the Stone Pony. Stone Pony, yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, me too. Um, we went there, and and it's interesting because he's he is for the working man, although he's very wealthy today. But I also found it interesting because I would, you know, I was young when, you know, we were following, we were going to parties that just were Bruce music, the boy, and everybody would just sing. So early on, he married um, an actress, Julian um, Phillips. Phillips, right. And quickly divorced. And she was a king of diamonds, a forest of, of clubs, and a six of clubs. So I could see that really not working very quickly. What do you think, Jerry? Yeah, I mean, what, what were her cards again? Because I don't have her down here. King of Diamonds, four of clubs, and a six of clubs. Yeah, that King of Diamonds was was going to be bossing him around. And, and <laughs> he's the boss. And he's the boss. And, and Patty... Uh, uh, sc- uh, Scafa, I can't say her last name because she's Patty Springsteen, was right. always in his band. She was in his band. Triple so Queen of Hearts. She's a triple Queen of Hearts. Because I feel like, you know how I say some people, they have these clubs and the spades and the diamonds, and they just they need, need someone to wrap their arms around them and hug them and love them. Yep. I feel that was Patty. Like, yep. she, like he just was like, I went, I married this actress, and I came home to you. And they've been married ever since. Yep. Now, his other big relationship was the E Street Band, Clarence Clemens, who 
Well, yeah. I actually saw at one of these events I went to, he he uh he came in and it was like he's larger than life. I can't explain it when this man walked in, it was like people just parted. Oh, and uh I get it. And he's a three of spades, jack of clubs, and a nine of hearts. Wow. Like you could see how Bruce, he and Bruce were so connected. Right. That that Jack of Clubs, Queen of Clubs is a spiritual connection. You know, and that three and of spades makes him extremely creative. And, and they, that nine of hearts. hearts. Unconditional. You know, yeah. And you just say, wow, Jersey's full of a lot of <laughs> interesting people. But why don't we take a break before we come back and talk about more Jersey? Okay. We'll be right back. Here we are again. Hey there. John Bon Jovi. I know. He's wonderful, isn't he? Well, he, he is because he's a singer, songwriter, guitarist, actor. But he's very involved in politics, in the community, philanthropy. It, it's It's really interesting because, you know, when you think of Jersey, you think of Bruce Springsteen, the boss. But really, Bon Jovi has a very big presence here. I and know. Great cards. He does. Tell us about, you know, it's interesting. Look at this. The Eight of Spades, Nine of Hearts, and a Ten of Diamonds. Eight of Diamonds. <laughs> but it's astounding to me how many eights and then the hearts and the tens are. are but that is people to. that are. The people who are out there and doing things and, and celebrity and philanthropy, those are the people who, you know, but they have those cards. Like the Eight of Spades is a hardworking card. So, you know, that's he has a lot of power from working and his working, and he does. I mean, he's done really great things. That Nine of Hearts is unconditional love. So he's not judging anyone, you know. Nope. He doesn't make judgments. He's looking to help people. And the Ten of Diamonds gives him access to it, to the money and the power and the people. And those are like great cards for him. And, you know, he's he's a good testament to the cards. He is. And I think he has some, you know, you talk about Jersey, you talk about the Turnpike or the Garden State. I think he's got some rest stops named after him. <laughs> really? I have, to, I have to double check. But, yeah, I think so. Oh, I, oh, I have to make a little correction, okay? When you yeah. were talking about my way, what I was really yeah. thinking of was to dream the impossible dream, which is from oh, that's why Man of said. La Mancha, and, and which is about Don Quixote. So my way you know, has nothing to do with Don Quixote. Just had a... So here's, here's the king of clubs. <laughs> But here's a perfect example because Jerry is a king of clubs. <laughs> and so she has to overthink or this, it would bother her all night long that she said something wrong. And I have both the four diamonds and the two of spades, but I have that 10 of clubs. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. It's not that. Matters to me, but anyway. Yeah, it does. But I'm glad you did uh, correct yourself on that because. It's, yeah. it's important. I like to be right. So who yes, you do. Donna? I mean, Jersey. Well, we're going to talk, talk about Queen Latifah for, for a moment because she's also very important. She was born in Newark and really gives back to the community as well. Mm -hmm. Five of diamonds, four of hearts, 
nine of diamonds. No, it's also a jack of diamonds. Five of diamonds, really? wow. jack of diamonds. Four of hearts and nine of diamonds. So the five of oh, diamonds is someone who who is goes to a lot of different things, like does a lot of things in their life. You know, they're never really just settled with one thing because the fives are always very restless. So they keep themselves busy doing many things. Then they got the Jack of Diamonds, which is a which is really the top like like that salesperson, but a business person. So, mm-hmm. so that like for someone to really do well in any industry, the Jack of Diamonds is gonna help them. And then they got the she's got the four hearts, which is love for family community and the nine of diamonds which is the philanthropist card so you know she's got really interesting cards for her and i know she's you know one of jersey's best jerseys filled with them you know i i love this theme well she she's uh you know she started as a rapper for a woman so there you go can you rap down no, <laughs> but you know, you really need a staff because if we had people to do a little bit more research for us, it would be much more involved because she really is a powerful woman to to really give due respect to. Right. But well, on that note, we're going to switch to another Newark, well, the former mayor of Newark, Cory Booker, who's now the senator of our state in New Jersey. Now, he's a seven of clubs and a double queen of spades. That's so interesting because so the seven of clubs is really like smart, but we always talk about them being a little pessimistic and having to overcome it. And, you know, he overcame it because he's so eloquent and so so smart. Articulate. Yeah, articulate. I mean, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. And he's that double queen of spades. The queen of spades is a part of like, self-mastery so someone who can like do almost anything and he's got double so he's really strong basically he can probably do whatever he'd like to do and do it well That's yeah and it's i was i was speaking some time ago to, to i know it, it was someone we both know who's a very big um republican he, and 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 a and a black man and he said I don't care for Cory Booker. He just tells these long stories. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. How else is he going to make his point? He makes it so well because he doesn't just say, A, you know, this is what it is and let's go there. He gives you a, a, he draws a painting, a picture of why it's important to do this. And the man said to me, you know, and I started talking about some of the personal stories because Cory Booker, um, grew up in the town next to where I lived. I was a I campaigned for him, full disclosure yeah. for Senate. And you know, this is how you tell a story by being personal. They always and, say stories are what sells. And but here I am explaining to this man why it's important to listen to your his stories. That's how you make your points. And he's like, you know, I'm going to listen to him in a whole new way. Because it is very important. He's like the lion of the Senate now that we lost Ted Kennedy. That's how I see Cory Booker. And oh, I, I I agree. Um, I, and and then it's interesting because we can pivot to my other favorite, Chris Christie, <laughs> the former governor of New Jersey, and he's a five of diamonds, a queen of spades again, and a two of clubs. Well, you know, like, see, we get so many of the same cards, that five of diamonds and the queen of spades, you know, the two of clubs is funny because the the five of diamonds is that restless card. Someone who's like all over the place doing many things. He's everywhere. And that queen of spades, we just talked about someone who can just master a lot of different things. But that two of clubs makes me laugh because that's a card of conversation. And, you know, I always see him on TV talking himself out of like he like said one thing but like has to talk himself out of a box i don't know how to say it but you know 
he goes from one side to the other without any, you know, with a straight face and just talks. <laughs> and he makes sense. And I think, you know, I enjoy listening to him because I think he's a smart man. I, I know he had some people make poor decisions sometimes. And I think, well, you know, what happened with Bridgegate is what you're referring to. And that's that's that summer or that September is when I was campaigning for Cory Booker. And Chris Christie's team were concerned because he was being reelected for he was up for the second election for governor. And there was no chance that he was going to lose because he had been really beloved in New Jersey for doing really doing the right thing in the state. But then, unfortunately, they closed the lanes to the George Washington Bridge to punish the mayor who wouldn't support him, who wouldn't come out in support. The, the mayor of like, the mayor of, of where? You know, I think it was the mayor of Fort Lee, obviously. But for some reason, I thought it was George. I, I don't remember which one, but it was or Hoboken that he did. So, but it was really unnecessary. And what really hurt, it wasn't just one day for an hour. It was the beginning of school in September. And it was every morning for like two hours. And it backed up traffic over the bridge. You know, it backed up pra- uh, traffic so heavily. And, you know, these are this is where ambulances go over the bridge to New York. People can't get to work. So it was really disruptive. And they said it was a traffic study. And what he did was when he walked by or he came by and he saw all the problems, he just laughed. He didn't say, knock it off. And there was no traffic study. So wait, so I, for some reason, I thought it was, had something to do with, with New York. So it wasn't, it wasn't about New York. It was about Jersey stuff. But didn't the woman well, go to jail? Yeah, Bridget Ann Kelly. So right, Bridget. Uh, wait, wait. Bridget went to jail over Bridgegate. <laughs> she did, and you know, I didn't look. I didn't look at her cards. She was kind of the fall guy on it, because you know, everyone they kind of inside knew. Now, Chris Christie said he didn't know, but they, you know, he he didn't say knock it off because he knew something was wrong, right? As, oh, she, went what, to, she went to jail like Martha went Stewart jail. went to jail. Yeah, because she sent a text to Bill Baroni about some thrill of it, and which really she got caught with. Don't put it in writing, right? And but you know what? That's one text that actually came public. How many other texts were there? So who knows? But uh, she's repairing her her uh, reputation as well. But, but Chris Christie sees an interesting character. And, you know, I did see him um, after, at some point in the pandemic, he actually early on got COVID. And oh, I he know. Got really he, got, yeah. he got really and sick. He was on one of these calls, webinars for um, Thomas Industry of New Jersey. And his whole tone changed on how serious COVID was while Trump and everyone was saying it doesn't exist. And he he was really humbled down because he really suffered. So anyway, I'm I I like him. I just wish his ego wasn't as big because he, you know, he was, you know, he didn't have to do what he did. But then again, when you're Jersey and your politics, you have an ego. Right. You have to be to play in the arena of of, uh, and you know what's interesting about Jersey? It's almost like it's two states or three states because northern New Jersey is closer to New York. It's like a suburb. And South Jersey is closer to Philly. And it's it's very, um, uh, you know, people from South Jersey. It's, it's, like, it's like two different states. It's right. two different states. It's, it's a different uh, mentality. And then, you know, you have... West Jersey, you know, out in the, so it's really a very big state for, it's the most densely populated state that you could imagine. Yet people see the Garden State and the Jersey Turnpike. They don't see the beautiful areas of Jersey. Right. 
which is okay because people in Jersey love their state. So with that said, who do you want to wrap this up with? Two people. First, I want to tell you about Bridget. <laughs> oh, of course you looked at Bridget and Kelly. <laughs> she had like four kids and was divorced. and Yeah, I'm not quite sure crazy. like how long she went to jail for. Um, but I know she was the fall person. But she, her mm-hmm. cards are three diamonds. Right. The person, the warrior, the warrior, or someone who yeah. worked ace of spades. Oh, and and a jack of hearts. So it leads me to think that there was something that she did with an ace oh, of spades. Did. You know, that, that's that's the part of like very ambitious and also secretive, and you know, it can go a lot of different ways. That ace of spades and the jack of hearts is like sacrifice. It's almost like she took the fall for the whole thing. You yes, know? she did. And, you know, I'm just, a, the cards are always so interesting when we look at it like that. Um, you know, but it also, it's sort of, sort of interesting. When I was looking up New Jersey people, the number one famous person was Grover Cleveland. <laughs> are you kidding? You probably don't even know who he is, except for that you heard he was a president once. <laughs> I knew he was a president. I don't even think I knew he was from from Jersey. He was. He was a lawyer and a politician. And he was he served twice. He was the 22nd president and the 24th president. So he had space in between. Um, So far, he's the only president in American history to serve two non-consecutive terms. And, And he's also he was like the first Democrat who was elected after the Civil War. But I'm like trying to get rid of the word Democrat and Republican. He was an American and he's an American president. That's how I look at him. And he established established the Interstate Commerce Commission. He strengthened the U.S. defenses. He modernized the Navy and handled the Venezuelan crisis of 1895. Now, that's a long time ago. And Um, we still have a crisis there. Exactly, Rich. Imagine. he also signed into law the Interstate Commerce Act of 1887 to regulate the railroad industry, particularly its monopolistic practices. Now, it's a monopoly. Interesting Hi. that there's still problems with the, with the railroads. Like, think of all these years that, that people have been trying to regulate and, and make the railroads great for us. Um, the Interstate Commerce Act was the first federal law to regulate private industry in the U.S. Um, then he was featured on two separate dollar coins released in 2012 as part of the Presidential Dollar Coin Act of 2005. So, you know, he, he did a lot and, and no one knows, you know, knows what he did. So he's someone from Jersey that should be talked about. Well, you know, it's interesting because I always talk about transportation in Jersey. Right. Or the, or the poor transportation so maybe, or the lack of or the broken. Well, maybe he's like, you know, you're channeling him. You're channeling your inner Grover Cleveland. <laughs> I, you know, I'm really. So it's interesting because, you know, part of the problem is in, and it's in the tri-state when. I used to go to Washington, D.C. So this is like where you really have to look at a map, mm-hmm. you know, and then I would go. So when I would take the the train from Newark, it would start in actually would go the whole East Coast because it probably started in Boston, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Baltimore. I'm probably missing one. And then Washington, D.C. And there was always a problem when you had to go from New New Jersey to New York because, well, even before that, because the tracks were so poor. And actually, I think when you go into from New Jersey into New York, there's like they can't connect because they were built differently because of monopoly. <laughs> of and it wasn't a game because it really hurt everyone. 
But Chris Christie, so they had passed before Chris Christie to uh, widen the the tunnels under the Hudson because they're falling apart. Chris Christie came to office. The first thing he did was stop that program because we would have had it built because he thought that the state of New Jersey was bearing too much of the cost, which we were. But but now really I, think, I think now under the federal, the new um, the act, that they, the gateway just, project. I mean, things are going to Jersey yeah. today. And, you know, had Christie not stopped it in, I think, 2008, I'm not really sure, we would have had so much more. We would have had that whole gateway project done. You but know, now they're going to build, now they're going to start digging the, I think they got up to digging under the Hudson, uh, under the water. Is that what they do? They don't just make something and drop it down? Well, they probably do in other countries, but, you know, we like to do things like the old-fashioned, slowest way possible. But I have to tell you, you know, as a New Yorker who would go into Manhattan uh, living on Long Island, that that tunnel many times scared the heck out of me. Oh, listen to listen to. The tunnels and, that's and, the tunnel, and that's not the tunnel you're talking about, is it? No, no. There's nothing scarier than the Lincoln and the Holland Tunnel. And I think they just are closing the Holland Tunnel for probably two years at night to make uh, repairs. But it's really, it's really time we fix the infrastructure for this whole country. It really is. I don't know why anyone would want it. We pay our taxes. We 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 put so much money in, let the country be beautiful. Well, the, the last part, and we will touch on this briefly, because this is when we heard about supply chain and how products were delivered all over the country. The truckers are really on the roads and the railroads and the container ships, the containers on the railroads. And they see when these bridges are ready to fall bef- long before we do. And we don't want them to fall. We want to fix well, them no, before because, they fall. Because then it backs everything up and then we don't get, you know, the supplies. And you don't realize that transit plays a big role. Besides the ports, the transit also um, plays a big role in in uh, us receiving goods and services around the country. Well, as that said, as, yeah, no, with that said, I want to say that I hope that this showed, you know, a little bit about New Jersey's famous people that came from that, that live in New Jersey that, you know, helped build our, you know, who what part of America. And we're going to just continue this and talk about people, Americans and in I, every state, like, every state. We're going to we're going to hit on every state. So with that said, and, um, we'll, and we'll probably miss people, but visit us on Dear Wise Women and you'll be able to, we'll write a little something and have this uh, this show uh, posted. So on our podcast, right? So people can link to our podcast and hear it again, but do visit us at dearwisewomen.com. Follow us, subscribe, do visit Newsbreak, register and follow us. And I'm Donna Bernard. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, and I say do everything Donna said. Jerry Isaacs, peace out. I don't need a cold, empty bed
Oh, I don't need a cold, empty bed Sometimes I wish I had someone to miss me Someone who'd worry if I didn't make it home Someone to miss me. 